the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. Candy. What did Candy want to say with this? He wanted to explain to us that forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. But why? Because a lot of the times we, we might think that forgiveness is, is something that is, is for the weak people. It's, it's for those who they don't know. So they just forgive and forget. And what's the point of doing that? Because we rather hold on into a grudge. In today's episode, we're going to learn of letting go of negative emotional attachments, particularly on blaming others and forgiving them. You will learn how to get out of your own way. You might be wondering, why would I need to forgive someone? If you're listening to this, then you might have your own reasons. But the short answer, in my book, is to improve the quality of your life and the quality of the relationships you have with other people. What happens when we're bitter towards others? What happens is that we are creating a very toxic environment. Your emotions might not be you, but they define your human experience. The beyond your emotions become your reality. So what do I mean by that? Is that if you're feeling bitter towards someone and you're still in that relationship and you're still there, you keep experiencing those negative emotions over and over again, feeling resentment, feeling hateful for all the things that this other person did to you. But even if they're not in your life, you might be still going on and on and on in your mind, re rethinking of things again and again. Relationships in general as about how we, re we relate to others. An eternal experience of relating, like, how do I feel? How do I feel and how do I perceive those feelings? We're constantly relating to others and we're relating to ourselves, like all the time. That's what we do. Part of when we're working with other people, when we are around them, or even when we are on our own. How do I relate to myself? Am I my friend? Am I my enemy? Am I vicious to others? And such way I feel those emotions so actually I am relating in a bad way to this person but because I have all these bad emotions inside me I also feel bad against myself maybe not consciously but this is the experience that I'm having so is there a reason you would want to degrade your human experience I don't think so. I think there is a better way, a way of living a better life with more positive emotions. Now, how did I come to this forgiveness stuff? I had to. I had to because I wanted to move on with my life. I needed to move on with my life. Being stuck is not a thing that suits me and it shouldn't shoot you either. The reason is that when you're stuck, you get to live the same story over and over again. We've all seen some movie that the character, he wakes up in the morning and then the whole story takes place. And then the next day they wake up again and then they have to go through the same thing. It's a movie. It's a setting. It's a storyline that they've used in the movies and they do it over and over again. And usually the character goes through some trouble until they learn something until they progress until they transcend 
And it's a similar concept with our emotions. We have things to learn. And by paying attention and learning, we are to move on from those emotions and have a better quality of life. So for me, it had to do either with dealing with friends, incidents from my childhood and my parents, or even girlfriends. So you see, relationships are pretty much they cover everyone. And as we're people and we live through time, we do things to others and others do things to us that we not necessarily like. And they leave a mark on us and we leave a mark on other people. And sometimes things that are really bad, but other times it's things that are definitely not malicious. But the way we perceive them, the way we experience them, the way we live through them is actually what made us feel really bitter towards other people. So that's the concept, like being toxic and being towards to towards others. Personally, it's not an experience I like having. I don't want others to dictate how I feel based on something that they did. Yes, they did something. Yes, this made me feel bad at the time. At the time. And most of these things, it's like we've been carrying them around for years and years and years. And if you look back, it's like, hey, hold on a minute. This happened 10 years ago, 15 years ago. 20 years ago, for some it's like 40 years ago. It doesn't really matter when it happened. The thing that we can also understand is the concept of time. Maybe it was yesterday, maybe it was last week, maybe it was a very long time ago. But even a perception to time is relative. It's still in the past. And we bring these emotions back and we make them real again. It's true, like people will behave in funny ways. And along the process of life, we will get hurt. That doesn't mean we should stop living. On the contrary, it means that we should, so we can learn more. So where you have issues with your parents, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friends, your siblings, they left, your, they left their mark on you. And that's part of the journey. And let's accept that. And let's, let's slowly begin to move on. When working with forgiveness, the first thing you will meet is the big, great God. Who is the big, great God? None other but your ego. Your ego lurking in the darkness, waiting to lead you astray, waiting to tell you that you're right. So how does this great God operate? The first thing when it comes to forgiveness it's a very simple concept then. I, I who is great, I who I am on my high horse, I shall forgive thee. Come, my child, let me forgive you. Let me show you how great I am. Now, what do I mean by this? Why, why I'm being a bit sarcastic? A bit sarcastic because this is really how we feel. When, it, when we start thinking about forgiving other people, it's about us being all the way high up here and then... Other people, the people that hurt us, the people we're looking to forgive because we are so great and generous. It's the same concept as punishing. So in a sense, it's like we're going to punish you and we're going to forgive you or we're going to let go and actually we're going to forgive you because I'm better than you. I am, you know, what you did was wrong. But it's that concept that I am high here and you're down there and you're inferior to me despite the fact that you made all this you make me feel all these things. 
it gets confusing. But that's on an emotional level, a thinking level. We get into our ego and we think, yep, I'm great. You're not. That's fine. And I'm going to show you. I can't forgive you because I'm so great. That's the ego. The ego will be there. The ego is hiding. The ego is lurking. The ego comes up, comes forward and it, it, it tries to drive us astray. The ego tries to tell us things that perhaps they're real or they have a truthfulness in it. Or maybe they're not even close to being real. But it's conversations we have with ourselves that convince us to keep going and not letting go. It convinces us to not forgive. It convinces us to if that we can pretend to forgive, but not truly forgive. The other thing that I've noticed is like ego trips. It's very easy to have ego trips. I remember years ago, now, now I remember years ago, went on a ski trip and it was a really nice ski trip. And in the evening, we had the same place. And we would all like sit around and chat. It was a group of people that I hadn't really hung around much with. But I enjoyed the company. Like we skied all day. I was snowboarding. And like, it was fun. But then came the evening. A couple of drinks, a little bit of wine. And the girls started to chat. And the two of them, there were two of them in particular. And they started having a conversation about past relationships. And in general, when we start to talk about past relationships, because they've been in the past, at some point they ended, and very rarely do past relationships end on a high note. And that's why they end. Anyway, their concept, their storyline, was which boyfriend was worst? The one that did X to me or the one that did Y to you? And let me tell you all about it. Let me tell you how bad it was. And not only I will tell you how bad it was, I'm also going to prove how far worse it is than your story. And we see that on the internet all the time. Like if you read through forums and blog, and blog posts and people commenting, it's like, yeah, 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 but look what happened to me. And they're all real stories, I'm sure. But we have to remember that we're coming through the ego. And I know what the answer is, but Phoebus, you don't know what I have been through. Like this person had done, has done this to me and this is so bad. You have no idea how bad I got it. Let me tell you all about it. Really. And if you tell me all about it, and if you're right, how is that going to resolve your situation? How is that going to make you feel any better today? How is it going to make you feel any better tomorrow? Because on my book, that's what counts. I know that the people who go through really bad things, but let's 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 be honest for a second. For most, for most people who will be listening to this, apart from how you feel, there are people who have had a life that's a lot harder than yours. Not just an instance, not just an incident with one person once or twice or a few times. There are people who have had it far worse than you. I won't go into the details. Let's just be honest about how do I want to experience my life? That is the big question. Do I want to be having those emotions because I'm right? Does it justify me because I'm feeling justified that I need to feel toxic and experience those emotions over and over again towards this person and towards myself? 
because this is what it comes down. And we're going to cover that on, on another episode, probably the next episode. But it's like the way I feel right now is an emotion that I'm perceiving first. And I have to be aware of that. And I have to understand that. If I'm feeling love and I'm sending love to someone, I'm feeling love. I am being love. And I'm being loved at the same time. It's like it's a weird concept. I'll get to that in the next episode. So learn to walk away from self-pity. Self-pity will not lead you anywhere. It's not a competition. Get out of self-pity. Get out of feeling weak. Get out of feeling a victim. Because power forgiveness comes with that feeling of being a victim. Something happened to me and I couldn't have done anything about it. Learn to be responsible about how you feel. That's the key. Be responsible of how you feel. Learn to stand strong on your own two feet. Meaning, be assertive. Something happens, we have to know how to be assertive. This doesn't have anything to do with egos. It doesn't have to do with trying to run over people. It's about guarding yourself. I'm asking you to move on with your life. Because like I said earlier, you're repeating the same emotional part patterns over and over and over again. And what you experience is on an emotional level. It's not real. It's not really something tangible in the, in the, in the real world, the three-dimensional world. But it's something real to you. Because emotions are real. They're part of reality. But they're part of a different reality. And they're definitely part of your internal reality, the way you perceive the world. I was betrayed. I know I'm right. Be all the right you want. I told you earlier, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change a thing. All you're doing by being right and being righteousness is that you're throwing oil into the fire. You make this fire bigger. You make these emotions bigger, more toxic. And you're degrading the quality of your life. Basically what you're doing is you get to feel more of what you don't want to feel anymore. You don't want to feel this, but because you're right, right you keep feeling this, and you keep feeling worse and worse and worse. And where does that bring you? Where does that bring you? You got to move to a place of love, away from your ego. And I'll show you how to do this in a little bit. Now, why do we feel stuck and the need to forgive someone? It's because we are holding on to a grudge. We're blaming other people for everything that we experience and feel. The reason I feel this way, that's the narrative behind it. The reason that I feel this way is because you did X. You did X and hurt my feelings. I'm going to hold this against you. I'm going to blame you for the way that I feel. I'm going to blame you for what you did. I'm going to blame you and give you all the responsibility because I'm the victim and there's nothing I could have done to help myself. And you can challenge this narrative in different ways. Absolutely. The different points that you can take away to make this collapse. For example, the notion that I'm a victim and I couldn't have done anything. Like, we don't say that. We don't go and sit when things happen. We don't sit and write, oh, this is why this happened. This is how it happened. It, 
it's never that way. But if you take it and dissect it and cut it into pieces, you'll find these messages in there. So is it true that there's nothing that I could have done? Perhaps it is. I was very little, so there's nothing I could have done because I couldn't protect myself. And this is what happened. Fair enough. You were little then. You were little then. Where are you now? Because even if something has to do with not having, holding the grudge because of what happened then, again, it's right, it's just, yes, yes, whatever. It doesn't really matter because what am I doing today as a person? What are you doing today as a person to help you get out of that stuck phase? If we look on how we stay on the stuck phase, that's holding a grudge, blaming other people, giving that responsibility to other people to to hold our emotions. Do you hold them accountable for what they did? They are the only reason you experience what you experience. If it wasn't for that, life would be fine. If it wasn't for you, life would be fine. If that hadn't happened, if you hadn't done this to me, I would have been super happy. Challenge that. How true is that? What, what could I have done then? What can I do now? Is there something I can do now? That's what we're trying to get to at least. Because a lot of times we're looking into past and past and past and how we can change things in the past. But the most important thing is today. How can I deal with my emotions? How can I start reacting differently to people? How can I have more healthy experiences? How can I have more healthy relationships? These are the things that matter more. Because what was done last week in 10 years, it was something that was done 10 years ago. And what was done 10 years ago is something that was done 10 years ago. In 10 years' time, it's going to be 20 years ago. And the time expands, but when we rethink of it, like I said earlier, we bring those emotions to now. What has happened is we're holding a grudge, we're blaming other people, and basically we've given away our control. We've said, here it is, you had control back then when that happened, and you made me feel that way. And that's you, and you, and you, and you can hold on to that control and still keep making me feel that way. But in reality, the key is in ourselves. How we feel, it's our own, our own game. So how can I stop blaming other people? How could you, really? By taking control of how we feel. How do you feel? Take responsibility of how you feel. Stop being the victim. Own up to how you feel now. Not how what happened back then. How can I feel now? Back then I felt hurt. How can I feel now? How can I feel differently? How can I feel better? Ask yourself, what would I like to feel instead? And if you want to pause this and write it down, what would I like to feel instead about this person? Or about myself? Or about my experience? Do I want the minute that I walk in and see person X to get all angry and frustrated and, and viciousness and vengeance? Or do I want to walk in and still feel fine like I did 10 minutes ago? And for me, the feelings that we want to have instead, it's love. I haven't found a better answer. I want to feel love. I want to feel love towards myself. I want to walk into a room and still feel love towards other people and myself. 
and compassion later on. And we'll show you how compassion comes in. I don't want to feel bitter and cold anymore. I don't want that sour taste in my mouth. Like I say, you walk into the room and all of a sudden you're feeling bad. Bad towards whom? That's what we'll cover in the next episode. Towards yourself. Instead, I want to walk in, feel the warmth in my heart, spreading inside me and to those around me. And by moving to love, we learn to move away from our ego. If you're still looking to forgive other people, you're still in your ego. If you're still looking, I'm going to forgive you, you're still in your ego. You've got to move past that now. The trick is to come from a place of love and to learn to forgive yourself first and not others. That's the trick. It's about humbleness. You heard me right. Learn to forgive yourself first. But why would I forgive myself? Look what I did. Ego, ego, ego. Learn to forgive and learn to forgive yourself first. Forgiving yourself. For what? Forgiving yourself for the way that you felt. For starters. Forgiving yourself feeling bad about another person. How's that? You might still find hard to accept that. But I found the best way to let go and forgive is to start with yourself. Why would you want to forgive someone? Clearly, you can't afford not to. If you choose to feel the way that you felt, You're still the prisoner. You're still the puppet. You're still blaming them. You're still in that victim. They still have all the power. They still dictate the way you feel. They're the ones pulling the strings. And if the string is an anchor of you seeing them, that's good enough. They dictate the way you feel. So you cannot afford not to forgive them and let go. It doesn't matter if it's someone who's dead or alive. Sometimes we have concepts, oh, this happened, and, you know, now, for example, my father has passed away. And Darwin was one of his concepts that he went to his father's grave, and he forgave him, and he let go of those all those negative emotions that he had. And he claims how it helped him with his spiritual path and journey, and how he grew as a person after doing that. Because it doesn't matter if the person has passed away or not. Because we are dealing with emotions and they transcend death and they transcend how, like, th- what, what happened. It's the same way that we remember the thing, we remember the event and we bring it back into our memory. It's the same concept. So it doesn't matter. And the way this forgiveness works, like I said, it's about forgiving ourselves. It's not about going to person X and saying, Hi X, you're forgiven. See you later. Like, we, we never do that. It's like, That's not part of what I've been talking about. Because that's still in the ego, going to other people and saying, I forgive you and this and that. It goes back into you feeling high and superior. They don't need the need to be forgiven from you. You need it. They don't need you to go and tell them. And most people, 
If it's regular stuff, they won't even think about it twice. They won't even know that you were hurt that much. Sometimes it's mutual, you did this, I did this. And that's the other thing, like maybe you let go of the grudge, so the person still holds a grudge. But it doesn't matter because you will be feeling better very, very soon. The exercise I'm about to give you is best done by giving yourself space and time to be on your own. Yes, find a place to be on your own, close the door, relax, listen to this, and move on. So don't jump into the next episode thinking you'll come back to this and at a later time and can listen to 20 episodes and then... No, just stop. Pull the brakes on the never-ending cycle of thoughts. That's the ego again. It gets in the way. Our desires, everything, everything, everything. We're living in chaotic life. We have to learn to pull the brake. Take a pause. Stop. So we can start again. So take a moment with yourself. We all have someone to forgive. So for this exercise, think of a person. Choose one person and one person only before you begin. You want to pause this and think about it? You can do this exercise later with more and more people, but do them one by one. Once should be enough. If you really let go and you go through this exercise, by the end of it, you're going to feel completely fine. You're going to feel happy. You're going to have forgiven yourself. You're going to have forgiven them. And none of this will ever matter to you again. If you would later feel you want to go through the same exercise with someone else, go for it. My suggestion is leave a few days. Leave a few days, you know, you did it with person A. How do I feel now? Get back into that. If they're part of your life, it would be easier to gauge how you feel. How am I relating to this person now? Because sometimes it's about people we no longer want in our life, but we don't want to have that emotion. Or those people went passed over, like we said earlier. But other times, this person is going to be in your life constantly. And you might want them to be in your life, or maybe you sort of force them to be in your life. That's a whole different story. But how am I relating now? Yeah? How am I feeling now? Always come back to that. This is, in general, this is day-to-day, moment-to-moment. How am I feeling now? What happened? My emotions changed again. How am I feeling now? What made this change in me? How am I feeling now? Remember that. Now let's begin the exercise. Name the person you have in mind. If you can, picture them in front of you. Just remind yourself of who it is you're looking to forgive. What feelings do you currently have towards this person? Right now, how do you feel about them? Notice that. Notice how you feel. Notice the kind of thoughts you have. And the big question, 
Are these the quality of emotions you wish to experience for yourself? Is it actually them that they're experiencing this? Or is it you? Because it is you who are having those emotions. Remember to ask yourself, what would I like to feel instead? What thoughts would I rather have? Not only thoughts about this person, but what thoughts would I rather have in me? Now forget those thoughts and emotions and put them aside. yourself comfortable. Closing your eyes usually helps. It helps you to relax. It helps you to let go. Disconnect from the outer world and you focus more on the world inside you. So whether you want to be sitting down, lying down, standing up, it doesn't really matter because there are a lot of ways we can get comfortable. And whether when you want to keep your eyes open and space out as if you're daydreaming, or whether you shut your eyes and you just completely begin to drift off now. Begin focusing on your breathing. Breathing in and breathing out. And breathing in and breathing out. Continue to follow your in-breath and your out-breath. And as I continue to talk to you, you can continue to listen and to notice your breathing. Breathing is the key to relaxing. Breathing is the key to bringing peace in turmoil. I'd like you to clench your fists, both of your fists. Clench them and clench them and clench them really, 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 really hard. As hard as you can. And then relax them, soften them. Allow them to open up again. Allow them to be. And then do that again. And you're still noticing on your breathing. Breathing in. And breathing out. Clench your fists again. Really, really hard. Really, really hard. Really, really hard. And then just soften them again. And allow them to open. Another good trick, especially if you're sitting, is next time you breathe out, start feeling your shoulders. And as you're breathing in, bring them up and feel that tension. But as you're breathing out, completely let them go down. Soften your shoulders. So you're breathing in, you're feeling that tension. And you relax your shoulders. You let them drop. Mm. Wonderful sensations. This this exercise alone up till now, in my book, it's, a, it's enough. Because you're finding that space in you to be in peace. Now to continue 
I'll take you through the different parts of your body and basically everywhere we're passing from. We're going to soften that part. We're going to loosen that part. Why relax? You don't always necessarily have to relax for this exercise, but I find them very beneficial. So feel your legs and just say something as simple as I want my legs to relax now. I want my legs to soften. And allow that to happen. And then focus on the area of your tummy and say the same thing. And feel it, feel it softening down. Feel the difference. The more times you do these kinds of exercise, the better you become. It's like any other exercise. Just soften down your tummy, behind your tummy, on the sides of your tummy. And then move on to your chest. And allow your chest to relax your shoulder blades. Remember, we talked about the shoulders, but the shoulders are based on the shoulder blades. Allow the back, the lower back, the upper back to soften down, soft and loose, just like noodles. You feel any tension? I want you to imagine the tension melting away as if it's an ice cube in the sunshine, quickly, quickly, quickly melting away, or as if it's a cube of butter. A cube of butter that you put on the pan and very quickly melts away, it melts and melts and melts. It's letting go of tension. And now that you have relaxed most of your body, you can move into your neck, behind you. Maybe move it a bit to the left and a bit to the right. And move your head from left to right, just to allow it to move a little bit more, more freely now. That's right. And now, feel your face relaxing. As if you're putting a warm towel on your face. Nice and warm, and relax the top of your head, and allow the back of your head to soften. Imagine yourself being in a forest, perhaps a forest that you've been there before. And this time, there's a lot of overcast, and there's a bit of fog lying around. One that you can still see, but not that you can see far enough. And all the way around you, there are trees. And you can feel the breeze. It's cool, it's a little bit wet. And you're walking around, meandering, lost, trying to find your way out. As you're walking about, you see a shadow 
of the person in front of you. The block in the way. The dark, they creep through the shadows. It's the great big God, your ego. I warn you, your ego will come and try to convince you of how right you are. Come with me. I will tell you all about it. I will tell you how right you are. I will tell you all the thoughts you've been having. But now you're going to respond differently. I don't want to know what you have to say. I don't want to have to do anything with you right now. Push them aside and move on. Great God, be gone. Watch your ego crumble into dust. Continue on this path. And as the fog begins to lift now, at the end of the path, you find an entrance to a cave. The two big boulders on other side. And you're coming closer and closer to the entrance of the cave. You're curious about what's in there. And you leave the forest behind you and you enter the cave. You begin to notice that the cave feels a little bit cooler. It might be a bit of a funky smell. It's wet. The rocks have hard edges. Yet someone has made some very nice steps that you can go down to. And you begin to go down and descend. You're looking to find a big space, a hole. And there it is in front of you. A big space. Now I want you to think of a color. A color that makes you feel the way you've been feeling about this person. This color will represent all those negative thoughts and all those negative emotions you'll be having. The texture of rocks, hard edge, and the walls. Now that room is full of that color. Begin to notice again how you feel. Begin to be aware of how you feel towards this person. Begin to be aware of your thoughts. Now this is a place you truly don't want to be in, isn't it? This color, the quality of the thoughts, the quality of your emotions. This is not a way you want to feel. Instead, you want to feel much, much better now. So look around you, because there's a different path from where you came from. And as you're looking towards that direction, there's a sort of entrance into a tunnel. 
and there is a rosy, soft, rosy white light, soft pink, a very, very soft pink, the kind of pink you see on a rose. Very, very soft, white, the ones that are a bit of white, lots of white and tiny bit of rosy. That light is, is shining through the passage. Do you like that light? You begin to fall in love with the light. So you begin to follow it. And you enter that passage. And the closer you walk in into the passage, the brighter and brighter that light gets. And the lighter you begin to feel and the better you begin to feel. And you continue to walk and walk and walk. And you get closer and closer to that room. Just before you enter, you see that there's a lot of light in there. Lots of rosy white light. But you read something that's inscribed. As if it's an entrance. And it says, Love thyself. Love thyself. Love yourself. Sounds good. You walk into the room which is filled with this beautiful light. And every breath you take in allows you to feel a sensation of love. A love towards yourself you bathe in that color. Notice how that light makes you feel. Notice how it softens your heart. Notice how the rocks and the walls are all nice and smooth. Notice how bright the room now is. Bring that person in front of you. The person you've been thinking of. The person you've been wanting to forgive. And tell them, I've got nothing to forgive you for. Instead, I'm humble. Forgive me, for I have felt bad things towards you for a very long time. I'm sorry that I have felt all these emotions and thoughts towards you. It's so unlike me, that's not who I am. You see now, you're not the one to forgive. You're the one to be forgiven. Of course, we're not giving that power away to other person, but it's a way to make us feel humble. Think of reasons why you can be compassionate towards that person now. What was it that made them act that way? What was them that made them hurt you? Is this something that I could have done? Perhaps as well? Is this something that I have done to other people as well and just not being aware of it? 
Continue to breathe the beautiful rosy white light and allow yourself to heal. And you can stay there for as long as you want. Even as I continue, you can stay and enjoy. Enjoy those emotions. Enjoy the feelings of love. Enjoying being yourself in that space. And the quietness. Enjoy being in peace, content. Notice how this light makes you feel. See yourself and see the person you've been thinking of. You're both happy, you're both smiling. You no longer have anything to divide. Instead, you unite and you connect. You're one. How I feel about you is how I feel about myself and towards you. And these are the emotions I've been having. The light from the previous room, that color you had, is trying to creep in. Are you taking a nice deep breath in? And you see the rosy white strengthening and doubling in luminosity. It gets brighter and brighter, sending away that old light. And you see how you can be without those old memories. And you can begin to forget now. And as you forget and you notice the way that you feel, you allow yourself to move on now. Now there's another exit from a different place where you came in from. And there's a white light coming in, white and a bit of golden. It's coming in and shining through that passage. And it's time to go and follow that light now. You're on a different path, a new path, full of choices and possibilities. As you're moving towards that path and towards that exit, you begin to smell the sea. You begin to hear the crashing waves, nice and soft waves. You feel the sea from the breeze that's coming in. You can smell it in the air. And that breeze caresses your face. You feel you're onto something now. You just somehow feel refreshed and so much lighter. As you're coming out of the cave and you're leaving all that behind you, looking at the sky being all blue and beautiful, and the sea, you begin to walk under the sand, because it's a beach out there. And all of a sudden, someone pokes your leg with a stick. You look at them, thinking, who is this person? It's a blind 
man, a beggar. Has a long white beard and he's old. He looks your way, although he can't see. Stop fiddling with your wounds. Leave them alone, and they will heal. Remember, you can control how you feel at any moment. You walk away puzzled in confusion about what the blind man just said. If only, if only, now you take responsibility of how you feel. The man whispered. They continue to walk on the beach, listening to the crashing waves, observing the sun shining, feeling so much lighter, so different than you've ever felt before. And a little bit further away from where you're standing, you see some sand castles, some packets and spades. But there's one sand castle in particular that's half demolished. Yet half standing, it's that old grudge you used to hold. But why is it still here? You go close to it, and you touch it with your hands, and you see that it's old and it's dry, and it's crumbling, crumbling down, almost gone. With your hand, you hold into the sand. You hold it inside your hand. It's escaping you, so you clench your fist harder and tighter, trying to keep the sand in. I want you to let go, softly open up your grip, and allow the sand to fall. Open your hand. And allow yourself to move on. Let the sun go now. Dust your hands and learn to practice in your life every day the art of letting go. Now that you've left all that behind you, you can go ahead and enjoy life freely with a sense of serenity and peace. Now that your heart is full of love, how do you feel about this person? Notice the differences of your experience. Pay attention to your inner world. How did I feel before, and how am I feeling now? You can continue to have your eyes shut and be relaxed. And I'm going to be finishing up with this episode. Now to conclude, what we basically went through is learning to forgive others by forgiving ourselves first, by bringing love for ourselves and towards that person. The key for me is love. It makes everything melt away. If you love yourself, you become love. If you love others, it melts away. There are no grudge. There is no blaming. From the place of self-love, it's very easy to love other people. From the bitterness of the ego, it's impossible to love or forgive. It's impossible to feel nice about yourself or anybody else. Learn to be humble. Be humble towards yourself and towards the other person. Moving away from being a victim, but still being humble. If you're humble, you're out of your ego. You're not on the high horse. You're in the same level, and you're taking responsibility of how you feel. 
Learn to have compassion towards yourself and towards other people. That's a trick. That's a pit part. How confused must this person have been to behave the way that they did? How were they feeling at that moment for them to act that way? How, how, what were they thinking? What have I been thinking? Be compassionate towards myself. How could I? It's not myself. How could I have done this? Have there been times in my life that I did something similar? Or could I have done the same thing perhaps? Maybe, like once, is that small possibility of me having done the same to somebody else? Start by loving yourself to allow yourself to heal. You might have been taught it's selfish to love ourselves and we have confused things. If you can't love yourself, then whom can you love? I repeat, if we can't find a way to love ourselves, then whom can we love? The answer is nobody. With some people that you've chose to go through this, you might choose to let go and move on and not have them as part of your life anymore. It really depends. With others, you still want them to be in your life. It's just that you want to have healthier emotions. You want to have a healthier relationship. Untainted from any toxic behaviors of the past, of those emotions coming back again, you let them be where they belong to be. And that's in the past. And you can let them be in the past. And you can be in the present, bathed in love, bathed in peace, bathed in compassion. And one last thing to remember, especially if you, whether you stay in the same relationship, whatever that is, all these people walks away. Narratives keep repeating themselves. That's why I might get similar emotions in similar situations. So it's important to learn to be assertive and to keep our boundaries in order to protect ourselves and never allow another person to come in, walk all over us and hurt us. Like I said, this person might be someone you don't want in your life anymore, or someone you want in your life, or someone who's not here anymore. Anyway, it is okay. But you got to keep, you got to learn to keep your boundaries. Because like I said, another person might come along and hurt you in a similar fashion, a similar way. Assertive is not about being angry. It's not about attacking people. It's about standing your own ground. And you, the trick is to be firm, factual, and unemotional. I will not accept the way you're talking to me. I will not accept the way you're talking to me. This is unacceptable. Enough. You've said enough. You draw the line. You learn to draw the line and not allow the other person to come through the boundaries. You know those fences you see around people's houses and buildings? It says you can only come up to here. If you come any further forward, you're trespassing and there are consequences. That's all you're doing at an emotional level. If you like this exercise, you can buy the downloadable recording of the exercise from my website. And that's www.insidetreasures.com slash the art of forgiveness and just put a dash between instead of using spaces so the dash art dash 
of dash forgiveness, the art of forgiveness. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to like it, share it with other people, and subscribe. On the next episode, we're going to start talking a little bit about something that I touched earlier, about how we keep bitterness and how when we're really bitter towards others, we're bitter towards ourselves first. We'll remember that part. And on the same token, like whether you love or hate, we're the ones that are primarily receiving that emotion. We're the first to receive of whatever we give. Until next time, let peace guide your life, love guide your heart, and reason guide your thoughts. <laughs>